after work with your main bitches, Abby, and your side hoe, Shannon, where we give you that after work energy and talk about everything other than freaking work, baby. Wow, it's so nice <laughs> to be the main bitch for once. Wow. I know. I figured I'd make you the main bitch. Thanks. But you kind of threw me off because it's Shannon and Abby, not Abby and Shannon. But I'll let it slide because you put me first, and mm. I appreciate that. In a relationship, <laughs> you always put the other person first. Oh, shit. Oh, All right. shit. That makes sense. All right. Well, welcome back to episode 21 of Drinks After Work. If you're new here, Follow us on TikTok at Drinks After Work, Instagram at Drinks After Work underscore. We are so close to 2K, guys. Like, literally so close. So tell your friends to tell their friends to tell their friends to follow us because we're going to give away free merch when we do. Mm-hmm. Or, like, make a fake account and follow yeah. us with it. Honestly, you know, not that I haven't thought about doing that. <laughs> Honestly, if we make a fake account just so that we can give away free merch, I think that's fine. I think that's socially acceptable. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think that's socially acceptable. Um, Also, guys, if you're also new here, we have a Facebook group. It's private. It's for girls in the Boston area only. So if you're a Boston baddie and you want to make new friends, find new places to get drinks after work, head over to the link in our bio, click the link. It'll bring you right to the Facebook group. Or you can just search drinks after work, Boston baddies and you know, just join. Just join. Just join. We have over a thousand girls. You're missing out if you're not a part of it. It's like joining a sorority, except it doesn't cost like a ton of money and make you hate your life. It's free and the (laughs) girls have good intentions. Yes. Good intentions. Um, Uh, Wait, did you just say it was episode 21? That's literally my age. That's so amazing. Wait, we're legal. (laughs) Legal. Cheers. We're legal. Our, Our podcast is over drinking age. That's kind of amazing. So we've been illegal this whole time. Yes. Um, wait, really second. quick. Did you guys hear? Did you hear? I didn't hear. You didn't hear? I might have heard. You didn't hear that we're in the freaking Boston Globe? Oh, yeah. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Literally all day yesterday when the article came out, it was the only thing that I could talk about. Like anytime yeah. someone would talk to me, like, not right now, I'm in the Boston Globe. Or, yeah, what's up? I'm in the Boston Globe. Like literally just all day. Yeah. And then you put your sunglasses on while we were at dinner. Whatever. And then I'm in the Boston Globe. I can do that. <laughs> and then the table next to us was making fun of Abby and she didn't even know. <laughs> so we, we, we were literally sitting there. We got hibachi mm-hmm. and there was a table next to us. And I guess they were shit talking the whole time. And they were like, I don't understand people who wear sunglasses inside like they're for the sun. And Abby's just sitting there with like the most obnoxious pair of sunglasses on I've ever seen. I was on cloud nine, so it it didn't even matter. Like I just didn't even care. Yeah, you couldn't be bothered. But link in bio to read the full article. It's a really nice article about Big Night Entertainment Group and, you know, what they did when the pandemic hit and how they shifted to, you know, still be still be making some sort of income and that's how big night media started and that's why we're here today so go read all about it it's really cute link in bio to read the full article um i literally had to pay um boston globe what the hell i had to pay to read it it was like sign in wasn't it a dollar a month yeah that's just like the promo though it's gonna like go up after to i don't know how much but like still hit me with the bumbo i will okay guys so um last week obviously we released episode four of sip and dip at woods hill pure forest so if you have not checked that out yet go check it out um as a reminder if you're new here every single week we go to different bars slash restaurants in the boston area and we take into account places that you guys recommend we go we try four drinks and we rate them so if you're new to the boston area you want to go out somewhere to get after it with your girlfriends check out sip and dip and we can kind of give you some recommendations of where to go and what to try um and yeah this week we're going to be trying somewhere else so we'll let you know 
Episode five is going to be at Bostonia. Yes. Episode five is going to be at Bostonia. And then our filming for next week will be at an undetermined location that we'll let you know about. Yes. And um, just an FYI, sip and dip does not mean like dip like chips and to salsa our or producer- dipping like when you put like um tobacco oh, ew, <laughs> behind yeah. your lips i don't know if that's literally like- our producer sam today like didn't understand like what sip and dip meant and he's been editing these videos the whole time and we were like no like dip like peace out like he was like you guys don't drink and leave <laughs> he was like you guys don't dip and we were like yeah we like we sip and then we like dip out we, we pay we always pay yeah, oh, yeah. I, I feel like people think we don't dine pay. and dash. No, we don't do that here. But, Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Um, I know we put up a poll on our Instagram. Sorry about that, though. And we asked you guys where you want us to go next. The majority did say Lolita. However, if Lolita, you're listening, I think I just Lolita. If you're listening, get us a reservation. Why is it impossible to get a reservation there? I don't know. We're gonna it's film trendy. there when we can get there in the near distant future, whenever we can get a reservation that fits our schedule, but it's kind of impossible, but it's coming. Mm -hmm. Don't you worry. Okay. For those of you that are watching on YouTube, do you guys notice something different about us? Do you guys notice? (laughs) Did you notice I'm wearing short sleeves? Cause I actually hate wearing short sleeves. I don't know if any, I don't, I don't know. Have you never worn short sleeves before? I feel like you have. No, I have like once, but I don't love it because I don't love my arms. However, I just had to wear short sleeves today because I had to show off the color on my arms. Because we got freaking body glows. Yes, guys. So House of Glow Dolls. If you don't follow them on Instagram, what the hell are you doing? Like literally this past weekend, Shay and I were lucky enough to get a, for those of you that don't know what a spray tan is, uh, it's literally when you get sprayed color on you. And you look bomb.com. <laughs> Literally, it's a transformation in like 10 minutes. Yup. I don't, I don't, I'm like, I'd be shocked if there's one person listening that doesn't know what a spray tan is. I don't know. Men are stupid. I true, don't like to true. assume. That's a good but, point. But um, it's a body glow at House of Glow Dolls. It's better because it's just way, honestly, I've, I actually worked at a spray tan place like in the past, like in college. And it was like, not the vibe like it used like this horrible formula that's like not good for you but at house of glow dolls they have vegan paraben and gluten-free solution you can pick a solution between four to six hours that you rinse off or eight to ten hours and our girl dana did us so good Mm -hmm. like i i don't even know like she literally looked at our veins and was like okay like i'm gonna go based off of your skin tone and your vein colors i guess i have blue green Mm -hmm. and you have more blue yeah just like pure blue a little spooky <laughs> yeah i know it was honestly amazing though because i've gotten spray tans in the past as well um usually from suntan city and like i end up looking like a orange, orange. Oompa Oompa. like these spicy these flaming hot cheetos like they literally would you match would me. look like a cheeto like a cheeto <laughs> in the best way possible but um no she came over and she was explaining it to us and she was like you should never go to a spray tan place where the only information they give you is that you're either getting a level two or a level three. And I was like, wow, that's all I've ever known. But she like gave us the whole science behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, like Abby just said, everything that she uses is, you know, based off of organic ingredients and it's all paraben free. She's like a true artist. Like she was like going around like spraying us and she had like a blending brush. It was just, yeah. it was amazing. And she does it really fast. She's also like the coolest person ever. Like she also works as like a bottle girl. Um, like mm-hmm. she works for big night and everything like that. So she's an awesome person um, to kind of, 
kind of spend some time with while you're like half naked getting spray tanned. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. We were nice and hungover. And, you yeah. Know. But um, if you guys are interested, House of Glow Dolls, it's located in the most aesthetically pleasing hair salon in Massachusetts. It's at Behind the Hair in Watertown. For those of you that live in Mass, you can go there to get one. But if you're from Rhode Island, she also does mobile. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing because I don't know a lot of places that like will come to you. Yeah. She like came like set up shop. She had like a whole like tent that she could set up in like 10 minutes. Yeah. And then she did it and like packed it all up and left. And it was, it was amazing. She does do mobile parties though. If you live in Rhode Island or Mass, that's the only time she'll do mobile for yeah, Mass residents. Six, yeah, six, six or more. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting married or if you know, you just want to round up the girls and get one, uh, make sure you join our Facebook group again, if you haven't already, because uh, Boston Baddies will be getting an exclusive discount for your body glow. Mm-hmm. And you want that in the summer if you want to get like a really nice tan, but you don't want to deal with like all like the UV radiation and I don't know if that's yeah, like the correct term. The no, UV right. hydrofrequency radiation. UV radiation. <laughs> it's not good for you. We don't want premature wrinkles. We you don't, don't want to have that like leather looking skin. That's not cute. So just get a body glow by a girl, Dana Buetta. Um, you can follow them. Follow her on Instagram at Dana Buetta. It's B-U-I-T-T-A. And then House of Glow Dolls. That is her business account Mm -hmm. so give her a follow again join our facebook group and you'll be looking like a boss and baddie in no time all right let's get into drunk dates oh my god okay so this one okay so literally demi lovato she has just gone off the rails Mm -hmm. and i feel like this is like not going to come to a surprise at for most people that kind of are into the entertainment industry i guess but She is just, uh, someone needs to like check in on her. If she has a therapist, um, she needs to be fired because homegirl was lashing out at a family owned Froyo place. Yeah, I, I don't really. I remember like seeing something like that on the in the news, and I was like, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> it was like Demi Lovato gets into fight with Froyo Company, and I was like, is that yeah. like legit? I thought no, I was being punked. It's nope. It's a hundred percent real. Um, but so Demi Lovato actually recently, and I don't know if it's still going on, but she's releasing episodes on YouTube of like this documentary about her life and like how like a year or two ago, whatever she like suffered from a really bad overdose. Like she's been very open about her like mental health struggles. Like she struggled Mm -hmm. with an eating disorder and and drug problems and addiction and all that stuff. And it's extremely sad. However, I'm going to have to side with pretty much everyone, but her on this one. So basically what happened is she went to, um, it's called the Big Chill in LA. It's like a, fi- a little cute family-owned froyo shop, mm-hmm. and she went in just looking to get some froyo. And like a good little froyo shop that they are, they offer froyo for everyone that has any dietary need you can think of. Like if you're diabetic, if you are vegan, if you're just looking for like a little health-conscious snack, like they have sugar-free froyo, they have vegan froyo, they have 50% less fat froyo. And Demi kind of took this as like diet culture. Mm -hmm. She felt personally victimized by the Froyo. (laughs) Yeah. And like, honestly, it's really sad because she, you know, she couldn't just, you know, walk in and walk out. Like you don't have to spend your money anywhere that you don't want it. If you don't want to support a business, fine. 
that's totally up to you. It's your money. Spend it where you choose. But she had to take it to Instagram and literally call them out. Like she tagged the Froyo place and she said, I'm finding it extremely hard to order Froyo from at the Big Chill when you have to walk past tons of sugar-free cookies and other diet foods before you even get to the counter. Do better, please. Hashtag diet culture vultures. <laughs> the fact that she called them vultures. I know. After like, doesn't she live in LA? Yeah. And like, I'm pretty sure all of LA is comprised of vultures, but she's going after like the mom and pop shop that I probably have done nothing wrong to anyone ever. I know, literally. And so- <laughs> Like she's just like bypassing like the Playboy <sighs> Mansion and like all like the evil places that like do really shitty yeah, stuff. But, no, but she's Froyo like, place? but Froyo, you deserve to die. But like <laughs> everything else is fine. Like yeah. all like the directors and producers and shit, like that's fine. I know there's bigger things to worry about, but basically they responded to I mean, they were like, we carry items for diabetics, celiac disease, vegan, and of course have many indulgent items as well. And she like, like, so they responded to that and she had to take it a step further and she responded to them responding Mm -hmm. and she posted all of her DMs to them and she was like, um, basically just telling them how they need to make it more clear that the sugar-free options are just for that and like the, label the snacks for like celiac snacks, diabetic snacks, vegan snacks. Like she was like, it's extremely hard to distinguish between diet culture and health needs, especially in LA. And I'm like, bitch, what do you want someone to do? Walk up into the front and say, hi, I'll have the celiac disease froyo. Like, no, like not everyone wants people to know that they are gluten intolerant or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with you. It's also just so funny because like, again, like living in LA, it's like if she just like moved to friggin' New Hampshire, there's no options for like anyone. It's like full fat or yeah. else just like friggin' deal with it We're and sit on the toilet die. for a week. Like you'll be fine. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> they just don't. Um, no, honestly, I think like reading this though, moral of the story and it's like not to be insensitive to anyone because like, a lot of people have been like been there and have suffered through like body issues and you know and whatnot like obviously there is stuff going on in her personal life but I really do I'm a huge believer that if you go around walking through life trying to look for things to offend you like you're gonna find something that's gonna offend you like even just walking outside like you're gonna see 30 things that you could interpret in like a bad way so instead why don't you just like not just don't just straight up like why are you making it about you like it's literally not about you but it's like it's like yeah the self-centeredness like she's making it about her but it's like maybe they're like tending towards other people not just you Demi like maybe not everything's about you right that's kind of the way I took it exactly and like I can like like there's a piece of me that kind of like feels bad for her because I I understand where she's coming from because like I mean I can speak for myself or like remember that time we were at that restaurant and like they had and I literally spiraled in the restaurant because they labeled all the calories next to every item on the menu and I was like oh my god like da 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 but you know what I do now is I avoid restaurants that I know have the calories on them because you don't tweet at them yeah because they do do it for like health reasons like they're trying to be like conscious of the fact that some people do need to be like conscious of those things you know what I mean so it is difficult for some people but like you just need to kind of remove yourself from the situation yeah and like uh, if you can't freaking handle eat like knowing that your salad is 800 calories then ignorance is bliss just freaking remove yourself from the situation don't go back there maybe order froyo for delivery if you're gonna get triggered that easily or maybe go back to therapy because it sounds like she's still not you know yeah i mean we're all dealing with shit and i I think that's fine i just i do think that sometimes when you have a huge platform you do need to be wary of how it's used so 
again, like it's not her fault that she was triggered by the diet stuff, but I do think it is your, like as a, an adult, you need to take that responsibility and be like, okay, if I post this on my Instagram, it's reaching millions and millions of people. And like, do I want to put this place out of business because of something that I felt instead of right. maybe just trying to talk to them personally? Like that right. was, that was my issue. Well, with thank it, so. God it didn't do damage. Cause pretty much everyone was against her and for the big chill. So the big I'm chill glad it had a happy ending. Hopefully dummy's okay. Okay, next up. So this is like a part two and three of Drunk Deeds, but about the same man. The man, the myth, the legend, my favorite boy in the whole world, except for Michael and my dad. Um, So number three. (laughs) um, Okay, so Zac Efron is officially single. Woo-woo. He's back on the market, baby. Okay, so unpopular opinion. I thought Zac Efron was way better looking when he was younger. Okay. I don't think age has done him well, just in my opinion. Okay, well, we're going to get there, but... I know. First, so him and his girlfriend, um, Vanessa Valadares, or I probably just butchered that. Sorry, Vanessa. Uh, But they just... You know, I'm actually thinking because he dated Vanessa Hudgens. I was just thinking that. That's Mm, weird. Interesting. Maybe it was like a thing for Vanessa's. But him and his girlfriend, Vanessa, split after 10 months of dating. So I guess they... um, they met, they were living in Australia together. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they were living in Australia together um, and he was paying for the place. I guess she's like a model slash waitress. So he was paying for the apartment they lived in and they actually just broke up because he's going off and he's going to be filming a ton of stuff for this upcoming year. So we just kind of wanted it to be a clean break. Oh, that's that's it? Do you think that's really it? I don't know. I mean, I think there's like low key, like a little. Spice. I feel like he's one of those actors that's just like so focused on his career, and he has like so many mm-hmm. awesome things coming his way. So he's actually going to Canada um, in May to start working on the Firestarter, um, like on Firestarter. It's like a movie alongside Anne Hathaway for two months. So okay, basically, but- that would leave Vanessa. Um, home alone like in the apartment that he's paying for so he's like sounds um, good to me yeah to her (laughs) (laughs) i think i I think from his perspective he was like i'm gonna be paying for this girl to be living in a place that i don't even live in okay but what's like i'm sure he can afford it well he's gonna die alone at this rate the man is what he's got to be like pushing 30 30 he's 33 he's he's still pretty young for hollywood i feel like like I under I respect him wanting to like focus on his career, but at the same time, like you make time for things that you care about, and like maybe he just like because I don't know I just like find it hard to believe like he must not have liked her that much because I feel like if he did like he would have made it work like lo- do long distance like it's only temporary. Yeah, from like what I've like, read about it, it sounded like it was one of those just like whirlwind romances where they started dating. They were madly in love. She threw him this like, huge surprise party. He's like, this is the one. And like, they were spending every single day together. And I feel like it's always like those really like intense, like fast flames that always burn out the fastest. And maybe honestly, like I heard like a source said, like a source close to him said that he's secretly relieved because he felt like being with her would have been a distraction. And then he also just didn't want to pay for like deal with paying for this place that he wasn't living in. So I feel like when you're using words like relieved. Wait, that's kind of, cowardly like just like I get it like that he doesn't want to like pay for that apartment but like okay but your girlfriend doesn't need to live in like probably like an apartment that's I don't know 10 20 grand a month however much he was paying like she's working two jobs she can probably afford to live on her own and pay for her own apartment you don't need to break up with her just to 
get her out of the apartment you yeah know? no that's true i don't know if he broke up with her to get her out of the apartment like i'm sure you could have afforded it but i think he probably was like i don't like honestly like in my mind like he probably just doesn't like her that much yeah which is what i wish that he was just honest about yeah because he's just like all right she would have been a distraction i'm gonna go film this movie and like he's just, like a ton of shit going on and well if your name's vanessa he's single so <laughs> i know apparently he only dates vanessa so if your name's vanessa then you might have a shot like probably most of us don't but i don't know so he's he's back on the prowl but then the second news about zach our friend so um there was a clip from him that came out promoting Bill Nye's Earth Day special on Facebook Watch. And I guess like a photo, like someone took like a snapshot of him on that clip and a photo was circulating like of his face. And instantly people were like, oh my gosh, like his lips are like way bigger than they used to be. His like entire jawline looks different. His like cheeks look like they had implants in them. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, like he must've gotten plastic surgery. So now everyone's what? like freaking out and they're like, oh my gosh, Zach Efron has like a brand new face. Wait, his lips are bigger? His lips, like, look, I don't know, I looked at the picture and it's kind of tough because he's, like, mid-talking. So sometimes, you know, like, when you see, like, a video of yourself and someone pauses it and you're doing, like, a really weird face? Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of hard to judge someone off of, like, a clip from, like, a video, but he does look very different. But it just, it took, like, within a number of hours, like, people were flipping out. Everyone was, like, hashtag Zac Efron's new face. Um, people were comparing him to Shrek. They said that he looked like <gasps> Shrek. Some people said that um, he looked like how, um, what's his face, um, The weekend looked when he, like, did, like, the fake plastic surgery, like, photo. Oh, I don't for know. For blinding lights or whatever. Everyone said that he was, like, looked like that. So people were, like, is this, like, a is this a joke or was he trying to like look ridiculous for a movie or did he just get like a ton of work done so people were oh, like he doesn't strike me as a type to get i know plastic surgery it's interesting because it brings up this whole um this whole idea of like a man getting like you know being insecure and getting things done to their face which you don't hear about as much and like some guys were like hey like this is like a false like standard for men too like no one ever talks about it but these male actors out there, like they get all this stuff done and they look like they have the most perfect chiseled jaws and like us regular people feel like shit because we don't have any of that done. Yeah. And it's interesting because we never really think about it from like the male perspective. Right. But so many people were being so mean. They were like, he's botched. Like what happened to him? Like mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I kind of feel bad. Like I'm like, okay, well maybe it was just a really bad picture or like, right. maybe he did get something done. Like I, I don't need know. To, maybe we'll, if I can find something, I'll put it up on our story so that people can see. Cause I haven't seen this and I would love to. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, ugh, I find it hard to believe that he would get a botched plastic surgeon. Yes. Like he has all the money in the world. He probably knows all the best like surgeons, you know, like, he didn't look bad. He just like a completely different, different person. person. And the weird thing too, is like, I feel like he would have done stuff gradually. Like all the celebrities did, but it was like all of a sudden one day, like boom, he had like a different face. Maybe. So I almost feel for, like, so, like, like a maybe role, it's for, like a role. And like, he's not allowed to like, like say, like announce that he's like playing this character. Yeah. Yet. That, maybe. that could be it. Cause he hasn't commented yet. Like on all the speculation, yeah. not that I feel like he has to, but he did say like, he's talked, he's spoken up about like mental health before and like, body dysmorphia and all that stuff. And like, he did say that um, oh, like has. his huh. role that he had to play in Baywatch, like when he was like insanely chiseled, he was like, I never want to look like that again. Cause he's like the limits I had to put my body to like, to look that like buff and muscular and lean and whatever. He was like, yeah. it really like messed with me having to be that lean. So I don't know, like maybe he's going through shit. I feel bad though. Cause I feel like sometimes 
He's just trying to save the planet and everyone's <laughs> shitting on him. I feel like we take the second to like feel bad poor for girls, but I feel like with guys, Troy we're Bond. like, oh, it's fine. Like he just looks like shit. And it's like, well, poor Zach's probably sitting there reading all the hate comments being like, oh no. He's probably not. <laughs> I, went over, I went overboard. <laughs> he, he hasn't actually responded to the hate comments because he doesn't read hate comments. True. <laughs> Imagine you were Zach Efron. I would literally not give two shits about That's anything or point. anyone. Yeah. I'd point. be like, dude, I'm Troy Bolin. Get fucked. I don't know. <laughs> Troy Bolton. <laughs> oh, God. I will need to see that picture, though. Yeah, and I'll show it to you. Thank you. Abby, is it frowned upon to expect a guy to groom himself? I'm going to go with no. I feel like I feel like the answer should be no. But you would think otherwise, considering so many guys, I feel like they don't give a shit what's going on down there, what's going on in their ears and their nose. And that's why they're going to die alone. Unless <laughs> they get manscaped. And, you know, we're here today to offer you guys... Something we like to call the Weed Whacker. Ooh, tell us more. So the premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. <laughs> it's making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to and not a time to dread. Yes, absolutely. I, um, I don't know. I definitely think that if my eighth-grade boyfriend was allowed to make fun of the fact that I had prickly leg hair, then... Our 25-year-old selves can comment when a guy doesn't take time to do anything more than use a bar of soap in the shower. So head over to manscaped.com. You can shop their wide array of products that can make you look really nice from head to toe um, and use code BIGNIGHT for 20% off your order and free shipping. Hell yes, man. Look good, feel good, do good, and Manscaped wants to help. So like Shannon said... Head, Head over to, to manscaped.com. Get your weed whacker. Get your performance package. Tag us. Tag Manscaped. Let's get after it. It's time to spring clean. Yes. And you can just let us know um, how thankful you are when you don't want to sleep on the couch anymore. Okay. So this past weekend um, was another amazing weekend in Boston. It was beautiful out. And Saturday was beautiful. Ugh. Sunday was scary as hell. It was raining. It was like dark and gray. Yeah. Like ominous. Yeah. It but, was not. But Saturday, on the other hand. Was, was amazing. It was a beautiful day. Yes. It was another 70 degree day in Boston. And you know what that means. It means darty season is upon us. <laughs> darty season. <laughs> day drinking, you know, who would we be? Drinks after work if we didn't, you know, drink after work on a beautiful Saturday day. We put in another full shift. <laughs> yeah, literally. We started at noon and ended probably at like 9 p.m. We went to Causeway for like multiple like a very long time like a disturbing amount of time i want to say six hours yeah but it's we like, started at six west yes and, so fun and um i don't know if you guys have ever been there they have a really nice view however six west take down the goddamn greenhouses because you can't see shit <laughs> the greenhouses literally we were like fighting with them because we were like we don't want to be in the greenhouses but it, it was honestly it was so fun we had a blast there so head over there if you guys want some nice views and maybe wait for the greenhouses to go because other than that you go for the views and right now you can't see shit mm -hmm. but um well we were there though we were like abby and i like play this game i don't know if anyone else does this and it's not like in a mean way at all because like we're we're all for it and like i have this shit myself but I feel like in Boston, you see so many girls that have designer bags, mm -hmm. especially like on, I feel like on a day like Saturday where it was like beautiful out, it's like every girl is out and every girl has like their like Louis Vuitton bag and like a Chanel bag. And we were looking around and we're like, are all these bags real or are some of them fake? If they're real, 
the question is, did they buy them or did mm. their sugar daddy buy them? Did someone buy it for them? Yes. However, it's it's so hard because you can't really tell from afar if it's real or mm. if it's fake. But I feel like you can probably, and this is probably going to sound mean, but like assess the scene. <laughs> like, does the rest of the outfit match the bag? If mm. the answer is no... It's probably fake or maybe they just don't care. I like, but like if you saw me out though, like, and I had like a, like a designer bag on, like you'd probably think it like, cause my fingernails are not done. Yeah. And my like jeans probably have like shit spilled on them. Mm-hmm. So I probably, people would think that of me too. Do you wear, desi- is that like, do you have non-designer bags? Like do you ever just yeah. not carry designer out? Yeah. 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 I think so. I don't know if you do. I don't know. But I know, like, I don't know. I just feel like you always see girls in Boston with them. And we so we did some digging mm-hmm. and we looked into it because we were like, okay, what's going on? Like, does everyone have like a real Chanel boy bag? And if so, how can I get one? And <laughs> or Without are some of selling them, myself. literally, or are some of them, you know, like, I don't want to say fake, but like knockoffs or dupes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we did some research on it and we actually found like a ton of interesting information out there about like the, I guess the whole like black market of purses. So first off, there is like so many websites that you can get fake purses on. Like so many. Yeah. It's insane. There's DHgate. There's The Real Real. All of these websites I would have never known existed if it weren't for TikTok. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, did TikTok help blow up that? Because I'm not even kidding. If you go on TikTok, there are so many, like they'll call it like a DHgate haul where like Mm. people, and like they'll do like unboxing, like unboxing videos. Oh, really? Yeah, they buy a purse online, like a fake purse and then they get it and then they'll make like a TikTok of them unopening it and showing it for like the first time. And like, it's like, it's like a thing now. Like a lot of girls like don't have any shame like buying fake yeah designer i feel like you shouldn't have to i mean i remember when i was in college i got a fake um gucci belt i remember i was so proud of it because i was like felt like i was cheating the system like i felt like i accomplished something i was like i look fabulous i didn't have to spend all my money especially back then because i was making like no money because i was in college (laughs) and i had like no money to my name and it was like 30 bucks and it was actually kind of cute and i remember like wearing it out and just like made every outfit so i'm like i don't remember where i got it from it was probably like a shutdown website at this point but it was so cute and so fun so I'm all for it. I am proud to say I've never bought a fake designer anything. Really? Never. Because I'm, I'm always like for quality over quantity. Like, let's say like you buy a fake and like, I know like you can buy a fake designer bag for like $500, but there's also like, especially from DH Gate, like there's really nice bags. Like they look pretty legit, but they're like less than $100. But I would rather just, and because I think quality over quantity, like you could have like a collection of like 50 like you know average at best bags that you get from like forever 21 marshall's this or that wherever the hell you get your bags aldo wherever or you know you could get a few staples and then save your money and like eventually save your way until you can buy a real one true yeah it's also like like an accomplishment i think when you do get to when you do get to buy a real one you're like oh my gosh like it's such a good feeling Mm -hmm. but what i will say though is i like went down the rabbit hole with this because i was doing a ton of research and there's a lot of girls out there that are saying they're like fake chanel is actually in right now like there's like there's like this whole world right now where buying like a fake chanel bag is actually trendy because and hear me out like it didn't make sense to me at first but you can buy like fake chanel bags for like 
$500, like a grand, $1,500 for a fake bag. I'm Isn't sorry. Isn't that insane? $1,500? For a fake you bag. You could buy a real Louis for that. I know, but like it, it's Chanel it's in particular because it's so much money. And the thing that they do, and like we were talking about this the other day, we talked about investments. If you are a girl and you want to invest, like invest in a Chanel bag if you can Fuck afford a it. stock. Literally buy a <laughs> Chanel bag. Why are you putting five grand into the stock market when you yeah. can literally put five grand into a Chanel bag? And you know it's going to appreciate. Yeah, literally in a couple years, that bitch is not going to be like, you're not going to be able to buy it unless it's mm-hmm. on like the black market and like you're, you're making way more money than what you paid for. Exactly. And like, that's the thing, like even with like the boy bags and stuff, every single person wants them. I remember when I went to a charity event in New York city and every single girl there had like the matte black boy bag. Mm. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And I remember going to find one and you can't find them anywhere. And if you find them on like, um, like Poshmark or something, they're like eight, nine grand because like they don't make them anywhere. So like you have to pay like, double what like they actually cost to buy from Chanel to get one and it's freaking used. Mm. So I don't know, it's just insane. So there's, it's a huge profit margin, but a lot of people are coming to terms where they're like, I want a nice quality Chanel bag. So instead of spending, you know, five grand or six grand on something, they're buying it for a thousand dollars, which is still so much money, but like you're, but it looks, Mm. it's like the exact same thing. Yeah. And then you told me this the other day where you were like the, um, there's like a whole, I don't know if it's like a conspiracy or if it's actually real, but you were saying yeah, that- I can't, can, I tried, okay, so I saw, and every time I like bring up a fact, it, I feel like it comes from TikTok and like <laughs> it gets to the point where Mr. Man's like, Abby, you can't believe everything you see on TikTok. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, why not? That's where I get all my news. That's where I get all my news. Um, which is sad and scary. But I did see a TikTok like a couple weeks ago and it basically was this dude that was saying like, luxury brands will sell knockoffs like they will they will help the knockoff brand websites Mm. like with um sending them the real packaging like sending them the real dust bag sending them real often authenticity no yes but not that we're off like the cards the cards that prove that it's real Mm -hmm. like they will send them that because they know that there and this is what this guy said he was like regardless of whether or not we help them out like they're gonna keep doing it anyways we might as well supply them with things that you know will help because ultimately like the these brands are doing the luxury brands like it's gonna trash their name if they're doing it that poorly so i think like the luxury brands are like well you might we might as well help them so like we're not like totally looking bad and they maybe make like a profit off of it. Yeah, I no, feel they, like they wouldn't just do it to money. be like nice. No, definitely not. But I mean the the luxury brand, like the whole like the real real, it's an online marketplace and they allegedly sell luxury consignment. So and and they claim that it's all authentic. They like are supposed to be able to prove that it's authentic, but there's been people that have sued because they will spend three thousand dollars on a bag that they think is authentic. And it and then turns out that it's not. And because you can tell, like there are very small, fine details mm-hmm. in the bags, like whether it's the zipper, the hardware, like the stitching, like literally the smallest things. Like if you have a real handbag and you have a fake one and you compare them, like it's extremely obvious, but from afar, it doesn't look. So true. And I feel like if you want to, like if you want to solve the problem and you're like, listen, I want a real bag, but I don't want to buy something fake, but I don't have five grand. We got you. You can also rent these days you can rent a bag just like in anything. sex in the city when Luis from st 
from St. Louis. She used to rent. You can do that. Um, so there are like multiple websites that you can go on. So we got you. Um, you can go to bag, borrow and steal where you can rent <laughs> handbags. I'm not kidding. Like on a monthly rate. So it's like, oh, like for a Chanel bag, $250 a month for to, to rent a bag. For the whole month? For the whole month. But you get to, but it's like, I'm like, that's like a car payment for some people. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm renting this for $250 a month. And then there was like a Gucci bag I found that was like 200 bucks a month that you can rent this Gucci bag for. So I don't Are know they how- like really old seasons though? i don't i mean no that's still t- so much money because it adds think about how much how fast that adds up you know what i mean no no but are the bags that they're offering like i don't know i mean they looked nice like I only, old like from like 2012 or something i don't think so they're like pretty nice bags i don't really know how it works but you can rent them and then you can also go on rent the runway where you can rent stuff for like shorter periods of time so if you're like i want to have like just for an event. a nice clutch for the next week or something you can rent it for the week so those are some options for you guys if you don't want to dabble in the black market too much <laughs> i know uh, and we digress but yeah anyway so we had like the, our whole um day on saturday which was so much fun and then on sunday you picked me up after i was like literally dying yeah, well, first I came over. We saw each other so much this weekend. I saw you Thursday night. I didn't see you Friday. I saw you all day Saturday and Saturday day and Saturday night. And then Sunday, I saw you first thing, bright and early for our little body glow. And then I took a nap while you were still there. I just like fell asleep <laughs> on my couch. And you were like, all right, I'm going to leave. All right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> um, but I had to come back and get you and Michael for some hibachi. Yes, that was so fun. I'm happy yeah. we did that. Me too. It was like nice to leave the house. Cause like, you know, when you get like the scaries oh uh, yeah, and you're like in your apartment all day and you're like, oh my gosh, like, is this, is this ever going to stop? Like, is this temporary? And then you go outside and you're like, okay, everything's going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I left the house a couple times that day, so <laughs> I wasn't as hungover as I think you were, but yeah, it was not, not good. Not good for me, Michael. Mm-mm. But I was actually thinking about it though. After we came back from Hibachi, I was like sitting in my apartment. And I was like, I'm so like happy that I don't like hate your boyfriend. Like it's nice. Like it's nice that you guys could just like pick us up and that I wasn't like, ugh, like we have to see Abby and like her guy. Oh my God. That'd be so sad. And like, I can't, I couldn't imagine, but I say that and I've literally ended friendships over people and their significant others. Like literally I've had friends that I'm no longer friends with because like I didn't like their really? boyfriend or vice versa. Yeah. Like you ended friendships over it. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you about because I was thinking about this and I was, well, I mean, I don't even know what was going on with me last night, but I was like sitting there and I was like, wow, I actually genuinely like, I'm pretty sure like all of my friends, boyfriends, like at this present moment, I think. Like, I don't think there's like any friend that I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't stand yeah. being around their boyfriend, but it has happened to me in the past. And it's like the most debilitating thing. Cause like, what do you do? you freaking bite your tongue because from personal experience if you say shit you get dropped yeah literally you get dropped it's so crazy because we were actually so i did like a bunch of research on this earlier and it's crazy because if you go on the google and just like type this in there are so many girls who have reached out about this they're like what do i do um you know my best friend she's dating this guy i can't stand him and like i don't know what to do because it's like damned if you do damned if you don't because if you're just like hang out with them and you don't say anything like you're miserable right and it's probably obvious right but if you do say something then i feel like it's only gonna bite you in the ass because a lot of people get really like wrapped up in their relationships if you say something about their significant other like they take it really personally and like they'll probably like not be cool with you anymore well i think the problem is that you know 
especially when it's a new relationship and maybe it's someone that like you like it's not like a mutual friend or like maybe they met them on hinge so you literally have no idea who this person is but I think especially when it's brand new they have rose colored glasses on and they can't see because they're they're blinded by the love you know they they don't realize that you know maybe they have a couple of flaws that you're not really noticing because you're too infatuated by them like you think that they're perfect and you're obsessed with them but in reality like your brain is like every little thing that they do that like might be kind of a red flag they don't see those red flags Mm. because they're just so obsessed they're in that little honeymoon stage but you being an outsider looking in you see those red flags you're so right it's so true. Like, I feel like you can look at like the, like I've been in relationships in the past where they probably were not like the best, mm-hmm. but I feel like if, I, if that was someone else's relationships, I would have been able to see the red flags like that, but I couldn't notice right. it because it was happening to me. Exactly. And you, and I feel like a lot of girls are in denial, like, oh no, like he loves me. Like he cares about me. Like he would never do this, never do that. But like in reality, like that red flag is waving in the freaking wind and it's waiting for you to see it. And, you know, you might have a friend that picks up on that. And I mean, it's so hard because like, there's a piece of me where it's like, I don't care what you say. Like if this guy makes me happy, like, what do you know? Like, you don't have to like him. You're not the one dating him. But on the other chance, it's like, okay, well, my friends have known me longer. They know me better. They know what's good for me. They know what isn't good for me. And if they're telling me that this guy is a piece of shit, <laughs> also they're probably right. Yeah. No, you're so right. But no right. one wants to hear that. No, I, I agree with you. And I feel like it's like, it happens all the time. And it happens with guys and girls. Like one of, cause we asked earlier on our Instagram, we were like, mm-hmm. tell us your stories of not liking your friend, significant other. And we had like a bunch of responses, but one of them that stood out to me was, um, it was a guy and he was like, my buddy was dating this girl and she seemed like the nicest, like he said, goody, goody. Like she was like the nicest, like sweetest, most innocent girl. And I guess, I don't know, like everyone loved her and he was the only one. And he was really close with this guy. And like, he just like had a bad feeling. He was like, I don't trust this bitch. Like Mm -hmm. I just don't. And everyone else was like, she's awesome. We love her. And he was like, no. And I think he told his friend, he was like, um, he was like, listen, I just have a bad feeling about her. I just don't like her. Like she seems fake. I don't, I'm not buying what she's selling. And I think it started like a huge rift between the two of them, between him and his friend. And his friend was like pissed at him and they like didn't become as close anymore. And then six months later, it turns out that she was like a serial cheater and she was like hooking up with ex-boyfriends, like going after everyone and anyone under the sun, like Snapchatting people. Like, I think she tried reaching out to him himself at one point, like just like a bad, bad, not. (laughs) I don't like that. Not a great, not a great girl. Um, And I guess, I don't know, like the guy like, I don't, I don't know if their friendship ever recovered though. Like that's like yeah. the moral of the story because I feel like even if you're right, it doesn't matter because like right. if you're the person to be like, hey, I don't like the person that you're dating, like it hurts the person. And even like after that, like even after like the breakup happens, if it ever does, I feel like your friendship with them may never be resolved. Right. It's also hard because um, like I can just think of one example where one of my friends, we're no longer friends because of her boyfriend, but- when she first started dating him, he from day one was not good to her. And like, she would tell me things that he would say or Mm, do. And obviously being her friend, I immediately hated him. Like I was like, okay, I'm team 
fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's not treating you right. And I didn't say anything until one day when she like called me crying about something that he like did and said. And, you know, at that time I finally like admitted that I was like, yeah, dude, I don't like him. Like I've never liked him, blah, blah, blah. And at the time she like didn't say anything, but then like a couple weeks later, she was like, I've been thinking about what you said and like blah, 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 really rubbed me the wrong way. And she basically like ended our friendship over it because I, you know, was honest about my feelings. And I was like, obviously I'm still going to support you at the end of the day. Like I'm still going to be there for you when you Mm -hmm. call me crying because he's not treating you right. But I feel like it's such a hard line between like, do you say something or do you bite your tongue? Yeah. And it's also so tough because like there's like the multiple sides to it because the the friend is like, it's so hard because like you're telling me shitty things about him. You know what I mean? Right. And once you say one shitty thing, like I'm not forgiving them. Sorry. It's so tough because it's like, I want you to come to me and tell me if your boyfriend is doing shitty things. But like, it's also so hard for me not to like hold that against him and exactly. not to voice my opinions. But I feel like we were talking about this earlier. We're like, where is like the line drawn? Because I feel like there's some, like there's some friends I've had where I just didn't like their boyfriend because they were like annoying as hell. And I was like, this guy's just like a freaking loser. Like you can do way better than him. Yeah. Like, what are you, like, what like, are you this doing? Is what you like. like he still wears his like, you know, college, like, like hockey like clothes like around yeah. like intermural I mean those aren't valid reasons I'm sure like <laughs> like his mom still does his like laundry and like he's just kind of a weirdo but like there's some there's some boyfriends where like maybe you just don't like them and I feel like in those situations you just have to suck it up yeah when yeah, do no. you think like you when do you think you should say something like when do you think it's like in your right just in your right to say something honestly like I've can think of at least at least two friends that I'm no longer friends with because of their significant others. And I don't think I would say anything ever again. You wouldn't? No. Ever? No, because I feel like you can say whatever you want, but like I said, rose-colored glasses, like they're they're love-blind and they're not, it doesn't matter what you say. Like they have to realize it on their own. Right. And they may stay together with their boyfriend or girlfriend. And then when they break up, if they do, you know, they're gonna be like, oh damn, like she was right. Like she warned me about him. Right. And so I don't know. I just don't think it's worth saying anything. Cause obviously like they know, like they're not being treated right. On like a subconscious level. Yeah. Right. Like, deep down they know. Obviously if they're crying every single day, there's an issue. Right. I know. I I think about this sometimes though. Cause I'm like, if you just don't like the dude, like I feel like you have to suck it up. Like if yeah, he's just like kind 100%. of like a douche, but like he doesn't really do anything wrong. Like, okay, fine. Um, I do think there is like this weird level of like, if he seems a little like maybe verbally or like physically abusive ish, just like, do you get involved? And I don't know. It's so tough because to your point, like people are going to do what they want to do. Yeah. So I think, I think if you're going to get involved in a situation, what I've realized is that you have to be comfortable with the fact that the person may not do what you're telling them to do. Yeah. There's been so many times I've sat there like with my girlfriends and they've been bawling their eyes out. And I've been like, listen, like you need to leave this guy. You need to get up. You need to walk away. Like, here's what you can do. Here's how I'm going to help you. Like, here's what you need to do. And they won't listen. And you need to like not get emotionally involved in that. And you need to not like feel hurt if they don't listen to you. It's so hard. Like, I feel like 
for me personally, like if I'm going to get involved, like I'm going to ruin your relationship. I'm going to sabotage it on purpose or I'm not going to do anything at all. Oh, okay. So you get like really involved. <laughs> I mean, I've never actually tried to sabotage one of my friends' relationships. I was going to say, like, have you? No. How did that go? I'm curious to know. No, I freaking wish because it would have saved a lot of their time. But no, I feel like, I don't know. People are freaking stupid. And no matter what you say or do, like they're, they're not going to listen to you. Yeah. And we've all been the stupid people. That's the thing. Like there's been times when people have been like, Shannon, like you need to end this relationship. And like, I wouldn't do it until I was ready until I really like, until I woke up one day and was like, I don't care about this person. And same with you. Yeah. Like it took you to be like, I don't care about this person anymore to like move on versus like anyone telling you anything. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah, just, it's so much harder to end a relationship. Like it's especially long-term relationships you you know that you need to do it but it's it's so much easier said than done so like obviously like if I didn't like my friend's boyfriend I'm still going to be there for her Mm -hmm. no matter how much of a dumb bitch she is (laughs) but like I'm still gonna be there for her because I I know what it's like to like want to leave but you don't know how Mm -hmm. and but then there are people like some of my ex-friends that you know they I don't know if they're in denial or if they are just literally stupid and blind to it, but they, they, they're blind to the red flags and they don't care. And they're still in unhappy relationships. And they think, I think you accept the love that you think you deserve. And sometimes your friends may think that they don't deserve better, which is really sad. Yeah, no, I 1000% with that, agree with that. And I think too, like if you're with someone for a long time and they're telling you certain things and that's why it's so tough because I don't know. I think I agree with you. I think you, it's rare that I would say something because I think what I've typically found is that when, when a girl is dating a guy and he is, I'm not even saying like abusive, but like maybe a little like manipulative towards Mm -hmm. her. His number one goal is to isolate her from all of her loved ones because the whole idea is like, if I can, you know, get her away from the people that love her and that care about her, like she's going to be fully reliant on me and like, isn't going to want to leave me because she doesn't really have anything else, which is like a whole other issue, which we don't have to get into today. But I've found that with friends that are in those situations, the number one thing you should not do is to have the relationship start an issue between you and your friend. Cause that's exactly right. what the what that's the what he wants. That's what he wants. Or, or she, you know, if it's a, if yeah, it's a, okay. yeah, the roles are reversed because it can work both ways, but that's the number one thing like that you shouldn't do. So what I've found these days is that it's so hard because it, with, with my friends who have boyfriends that I can see those sort of tendencies with like the isolation or like the little things like the, the boyfriend just never really coming around like not wanting to be like a part of her life and maybe kind of like isolating her away. It really bothers me when I see things like that happen. Like, and it hurts me, but again, like, I feel like you just have to not take it personally. And then you need to realize, like, if you act emotionally and you tell her like, Hey, like I hate your boyfriend. He's a freaking loser. He sucks. She's going like, she's going to resent you. Like she is not going to resent him. She's going to resent you. She's going to pull away. And that's exactly what he wants. And it's not good for her. Like the best thing you can do. And I was reading this online, like on Cosmo actually, (laughs) it was like the best thing you can do is be there for her and love her. And if she like wants to complain to you, be there for her, but in an unbiased way. Like I I feel like the only time I ever dealt with the situation well was with a, actually one of my lifelong best friends. And she was with a guy that like, he wasn't even like necessarily like bad or like abusive, but he did suck and I hated him. And I bit my tongue for literally like four years. And 
she would like come to me complaining about him and I would just be so like objective yeah. and be like, yeah, like I understand where you're coming from, but I never ever like told her like he sucks or anything like that. And like they did end up breaking up. Like she realized like she could Good. do better. And like, we ended up like staying friends. And I told her later on, I was like, yeah, I really didn't like that guy, but I just didn't know how to tell you because I knew that. What did she say? She was she like, thank you. Cause you're, you're right. Like I probably, she was like, I probably would have been yeah. upset with you. Nine out of 10 times. Like they're not, they're going to, go with their boyfriend or girlfriend and they're not going to listen to you you wait for them to be done at the end of the day like and it's so much easier said than done but at the end of the day like their significant other provides them something that you can't mm -hmm. and that you don't so they're going to go what's with comfortable and like what's going to give them the most value yes. and for a lot of people they want that intimacy and they want that connection they don't want like like platonic friendships like any platonic relationship is super important, but like that romantic aspect, like you can't offer them. So, I mean, they yeah. have one friend that doesn't like them. So why would they choose you over their partner when, you know, they can just make another friend or like they have other friends that don't feel that way or aren't voicing that. So why would they choose you over them? No, you're so right. And honestly, like ultimately the best thing you can do is that um, you can provide like love and support because usually the reason why someone stays with someone else that's like treating them like shit or is just kind of like a weirdo or like a loser is because like you said before, there's probably a part of them that feels like they can't do better. So like as yeah. a friend, if you can just be there for the person, like love them and just like try to have fun with them, like try to get them away from like their partner and just be like, Hey, like let's go have a girl's night or let's do this and like make them feel good about themselves. Like the more empowered they feel like the better they're chances gonna realize their worth yes and they're gonna have the ability to one day walk away hopefully well that's the goal right mm -hmm. um when they realize like what their worth is and I feel like that's kind of the goal it doesn't always work out like sometimes they stay with a guy and they get married and have kids and it sucks but yeah. I feel like if you can like play any part in like that not happening then that's kind of how you have to deal with it yeah it's it's a tricky it's a you know it's a slippery slope it's such a slippery slope it's sad though because like there's like so many levels to it and I feel like we've all kind of been there yeah I mean yeah I've been on both sides so I know me too let us know if you guys have actually successfully gotten your friend to break up with their boyfriend or girlfriend hmm yeah and let us know how you did it because I'm curious yeah I don't, if there's any like tactics out I'm, there I'm hesitant to know if it's actually possible yeah I don't let know let us know all right, we have skipped the over and under for a couple weeks now. I'm so sorry if you guys <laughs> missed it, but we've missed it. So we're bringing it back over and under for those of you that are new. It's overrated, underrated. And this week I'm overrated. <laughs> you were so overrated. It is my turn to be overrated. And I'm going to go, I feel like I'm going to get hate for this, but also I don't really care. Because uh, I think there is a lot of people that would also agree. But I think Harpoon Fest is overrated. You do? I do. I agree with you. Well, let's hear why. Okay. So Harpoon is a brewery in Boston. They ha I don't know if there's only one, but they have one in Seaport. And every St. Patrick's Day and every October, um, actually the last time I went was not this past October, but the October before that, it actually fell on my birthday weekend. And I went because like, why not? It was my birthday, but that was the last time that I went. And it's probably the last time I will ever go. I don't think that you could pay me to go ever again, <laughs> to be honest, because if you think about it, it's like, it's such a weird concept. Like I'm not kidding. People hype it up 
and you wait in line lines for hours to get in to get in and if you think about it it's so weird you're literally standing outside it's literally outdoors they have like tents and they have like food vendors they have like live music whenever um live music but you're literally like paying money to like sit like stand outside with your friend group and like drink beer and I don't like beer (laughs) and that's not even why I think it's overrated I just think that it's like what are you what are you paying for why why are we doing this I feel like people just like to say that they went why I don't know because it's like a thing people I genuinely think that people like waiting in line they like doing things that don't make any sense (laughs) I just think so like so I realized that when like, I was on a spring break in the Bahamas, like we spent the entire time waiting in lines to go to the club, waiting in lines to get on the bus. Like it was just lines the whole time. You pay $25 for a ticket and you, that gets you like two drink tickets. And like, I always would get the cider cause I don't like beer and like, don't get me wrong. Like the live music is like fun, but it's like fun for like 30 minutes. And then I'm like, all right, like I'm ready to go. Like this was fun. But I'm going to head out. I feel like you go for the Instagram picture. I've never taken one there. I've never taken one. Yeah, then it's not worth it. No. (laughs) I think it's overrated. And I think it's for, like, people that are, like, 21, 22, 23, just moved to Boston, want to meet a couple chicks. I've never been. You've never been? I'm one of those people that, like, hates things. You know what I mean? Like, I've never been to Cisco. Like, I I refuse to go. Oh, I like Cisco. I know, but I just won't go. Even though I literally lived down the street, like, in Seaport. I was like, nope. (laughs) I just like to be cool and be like, yeah, I'm like, I'm too cool for that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know why. Well, I think I'm too cool for Harpoon Fest. And that's no hate to Harpoon Brewery. I think they're they're a fine brewery. But they're like, great. Harpoon Fest, <laughs> no. Nah. Okay. Um, all right. Underrated. I have Alan Walker. Who? Alan Walker. You know, he made Faded. Faded. <laughs> oh, God. No, We're going to need music the over song, that. The I don't song know that Alone. Is. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like every song he's ever put out, I love it. And like, I will say, um, Sam was saying this earlier. He was like, all of his songs are from like five years ago. And I agree. Like, it's it's probably like been a while since he put out like a bop. Out. But mm-hmm. I just feel like he's so good and no one ever talks about him. Like, no one's ever like, yo, throw Alan Walker on. Is he like a DJ or is he a, like a singer? Does he sing? It's like a DJ. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think he's amazing. I think he's talented. What's your I, favorite song? I his? love Alone. It's like my favorite song by him. They play it in our bar class sometimes. It's so really? good. Yes. I don't know. I have like a whole Alan Walker playlist that I listen to in the shower. I'll I think he's to. amazing and no one ever talks about him and it kind of makes me a little sad. So if you're an Alan Walker fan, comment on this video. Let me know what your favorite song is and we can like chat about it. Oh God. <laughs> you want to make a little fan group for him? Well, we can make a little like playlist, like a little we, pregame playlist. We get are it not going. doing anything. Okay. You and your little f- Alan Walker fans can do that. Well, that's all we have for you guys this week. <laughs> You're mad. I don't like him. I am mad. <laughs> I hate when we. I hate when we fight. I'm gonna put up a poll, and you guys can let us know if you think he's under or overrated. Whatever. I don't care. What let you guys the people. Think. Let the people. I know tell. what my heart thinks. That's all that matters. I'm happy for you. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's all we have for you this week. So thank you so much for listening. It was a little lonely here without Chance. So if you haven't listened yet, go um, listen to last week's episode as well because he dropped some knowledge this week. We just talked about random shit like we always do. <laughs> Yeah, we have no knowledge to provide. No knowledge. We're going to have to bring back two. We have like two brain cells left like after last combined. weekend. <laughs> combined. <laughs> I know, after this weekend, I'm like, um. Oh, literally. 
I need to take a break from drinking mm-hmm. after tonight. After tonight. After tonight. Um, make sure you guys join our private Facebook group. Like I said, we have exclusive discounts coming soon from our girl Dana to get your body glow. You want to look like us and be tan. Everyone looks better with a tan. It's just facts. And give yourself some confidence. I know I need all the help I can get. So <laughs> I, if you want to be tan but you don't want to look like this, that's okay too. And you can just <laughs> you still use the discount because everyone likes to be tan. <laughs> That is true. Um, But yeah, join our private Facebook group, Boston Baddies, so that you can get that discount. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Link in bio. Um, Shannon is also wearing some of our merch. Mm, Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, you guys can go buy the dad hat, which I'm wearing right now. Very, very cute. She's cute. So cute. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We have a lot of awesome stuff coming up for you. We have some fun guests that are going to be on the pod over the next few weeks. So, Oh my God, I forgot that, guys. Literally just a teaser. Um, We may or may not have another famous TikToker who has like over 2 million followers on TikTok. Yeah, so we have some fun people coming on. We also may have some of our friends. Believe it or not, we do have more than just each other (laughs) coming on over the next few weeks. So please stay tuned. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and wherever else you may see our faces. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.